Good afternoon, friends. Welcome to the Patrick Lally Show on another grand and glorious day here in the best little city in America, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Oh, ain't it great? A little cooler today. Feels good. How about we spend a couple hours here engaged in some energetic and entertaining conversation about local, state, national news and politics. Uh, we're going to talk sports today for a bit. Actually, quite a bit. Different sports, but quite a bit of sports. You know, but that's, we talk about everything on this show. You know what I mean? One day, you can be talking about, you know, world trade, international trade, economics. The next day, golf. You know, I mean, that's just, that's the way it goes. One day, it can be uh, school bond votes. You know what I'm saying? The next day, local music. You just don't know. Uber producer Dan Peters is with us today, as always. Thank goodness. Uh, and thank you for spending some time with us on your radio at Information 1000 KSOO, streamed live at KSOO.com, or the always popular and much in demand KSOO mobile app with one touch streaming news and updates from across the results radio family. Remember, you can always follow along at Twitter on Twitter at P Lally show and uh, keep up to date there while you're doing other things and seeing the links and talking with us. We appreciate that. Dan, uh, how was your weekend? You okay? You look, you look good, man. Yeah. I, it was not too hard for me to get through the weekend. You look, I, I set it up that way. You look rested and ready. I am. I, although I didn't get as far as, as far as the unconscious part of the weekend, for some reason, that didn't work out. But you mean other, the sleeping? Yeah. As, as far as getting my, my seven to eight hours. No. No, that was a little rough. I don't know why. Just too much going on. I too, think too many distractions in I, life. That could be. Let's talk about it a little bit, Dan. Um, what do you think? It, no, we don't need to do that. Well, actually, <laughs> here's, here's one part that I can mention, and, and it's yeah. possible that you have had this problem. Um, I think I think Saturday, well, I did I did some yard work and, and got some things, and I, and I had to, to clean out before going to bed. It was just one of those things where, mm-hmm. but, but what happens when the air conditioning is on in the house, mm-hmm. walking around with no socks on, I get to bed, my feet are just cold. <laughs> They're freezing. You can't like, sleep with cold feet. It's no. impossible. And so I have to put the big socks on. Got to put the woolies on yep. to make sure that I get, yep. so I guess to be about two o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. The woolies have kicked in. So now I got <laughs> to kick them up. So yeah. I, so I got to use my feet so I, I don't bend in bed <laughs> to, to my, to the bottom of, to my feet. I tried to peel them off with my feet. Yeah. And then a severe cramp develops <laughs> yeah. in my calf muscles in each leg. And I'm like, ah! Oh my God. Trying not to wake up the significant other. The the tortured nature of uh, 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 Dan Peters' sleep patterns. That, but I've had that because you're, you're using your big toe as yep. a lever, right? That you are. And, uh, you either get a cramp like in your calf or in your foot. Yeah, right in the plantar fasciitis or oh, whatever, right in the middle yes. of the arch. Oh, that is the worst. And then you're like writhing in pain, trying to grab your foot. But I have discovered that if I quickly take take my big toe and then press right against where the, the mm-hmm. cramp is forming, mm-hmm. it'll it'll dissipate. Yeah, use the knuckle on your big toe. Oh, man. Just, yeah. That's So that kept you up. That's not good. No, that's no good. Well, you seem to have weathered it fairly well. I know, and without coffee. <laughs> did you uh did you watch any football it's football season man i'm, I'm kind of into it again no but the jackrabbits scored again 
<laughs> just, it just it just did, yeah, yeah just recently. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, up to nine. It's up to like a hundred and seven now. I uh, I saw uh, Stigemeyer was uh, uh, Coach Stigemeyer was uh, uh, apologizing for running up the score against the three sisters of the Covenant, uh, who or whoever they played. You know, uh, it was some team out of Arkansas. Arkansas A and M, I believe. I, I saw a comment from somebody who said, "You know, I used to live in Arkansas, and I've never heard of that school." So I, I don't know if this was like a schedule filler, you know, or what for the Jackrabbits. You know, they started bad with that canceled game against Iowa State. Then they played the Three Sisters of the Covenant of Arkansas. And, and you know, now they apparently at some point they're going to have a real game, but we don't know when. Our, Jack, our uh, Coyotes lost, though. That well, was bad. It's actually Arkansas Pine Bluff. I had to look it up. So I, I, did, I did not want to. I did not want to cast aspersions on Arkansas A and M if no. there is such a school. Arkansas A and M would have put up a better fight than the Three Sisters of the Covenant of Arkansas. Uh, Ninety points. That's you know I, I don't care. That's running it. I mean, what happened there? How do you? I don't see. Think that's possible. You know, you could just just kind of lay down. I mean, why keep putting the hurt on somebody like that? Especially three little girls from the Sisters of the Covenant school. In Arkansas. You know, I mean, you put that on your schedule, you know things are going to take a turn. I mean, they're little girls. I'm I'm trying to think. There's, I think there's one featured person who played at Arkansas Pine Bluff, and I'm, and I'm trying to look. But I yeah, can't, you know, I, I kind of remember that. that, too. It was like, uh, it wasn't Adrian Peterson, but some something like that. No, it was not Adrian. No, one of the three sisters of the covenant. I don't remember which one. Actually, uh, they do have a couple of professionals on their on their their list. Yeah, who's that? Let me see. Um, let's see. Greg Briggs is still an NFL player. Oh, I've believe. never heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Kicker? No, no. Okay, punter. Greg Wesley. Special teams. Greg Wesley and Dante Wesley played for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, there you go. Also with the Raiders, so they do have some street cred. A little at Arkansas well, Pine Bluff. not anymore. <laughs> well, I gotta look. I, I'm trying to think which which institution that Scotty Pippen played. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Was that in Arkansas? I'm gonna look. Here. That was. I don't know if you know this or not, Dan. That's basketball. I know, but still. <laughs> oh, Scotty Pippen, Central Arkansas. Oh, there so, you go. So I knew there was an Arkansas tie. Got it. And uh, uh, so our Coyotes lost out in uh, Ogden, Utah, and they just did not play very well. They got jobbed by the Big Sky refs a little bit, but that's right. I listened to that game a little bit coming back from the races in Lincoln, and uh, I was disgusted enough that uh, I did not listen the second half. Oh, nuts! It was it just I just couldn't put it together. Couldn't put it together. They 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 got they couldn't keep uh, couldn't keep the linemen the defense of. Uh, of uh, Weber State out of the backfield, and they sacked Austin Simmons six times. It just didn't go well. So we're going to move on from that. No, when your when your quarterback is is mostly in the supine position, that's not, not a good, good thing. No, no, it's not good. Uh, I did I did catch a little bit of the Vikings game too, and that was torturous. We'll probably have to talk to the common man about that later. The Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ouch. Achi mama, both teams. Both I have not teams. watched a single down of NFL football this season. Well, so. I, yesterday was my first opportunity. I took in a lot yesterday. I was, I was in the, uh, the uh, 
multi-screen viewing platform uh, of a friend of mine and always always a pleasure to be in that environment and so I got to see a lot of football but uh was that was that was bad to see it was hard to watch but it was a great game in some ways it was exciting sometimes and then just uh mama but I do have one Minnesota tie and and I knew Pine Bluff Arkansas had a tie to Minnesota that is the hometown of Tory Hunter Oh, he did yes! not play at Pine Bluff. Got it at the at the institution, but he is from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. I you're I, now I do remember that they would be better off if he was still playing football for them. Yeah, he, even his son would have been all anybody. Right. Yeah, with any athletic acumen. I think Tory Tory Hunter's son plays for Notre Dame or did play for Notre Dame football. Really? Yes. <laughs> How about that? Well, you know he's athletic. Uh, we went. Uh, we did go racing this weekend. Uh, everybody in the family, everybody in the car, in my vehicle, uh, got a podium spot except for me. So there was some fine racing done by by uh, the people in my uh, my car. So that was good to see. Go fam! Everybody had fun. In fact, we got back Sunday. Already added another bike. We had to upgrade a little bit for one of the uh, junior racers in the car. So. We'll see what happens next. This, but that all the prelims are over next weekend. This coming weekend, uh, leaving the juniors behind, going off to some uh, big races in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. So that's coming up. We'll probably talk about that a little bit with the smart cyclists later this week. So, uh, spent some time with the smart cyclists down in Lincoln, and uh, he and I were in a couple of races together. Had a good time. It was hot. Oh, oh not cyclocross weather. Proper and, hydration whew, necessary. I did not use a facility. Uh, after the races, I was I did not use a facility for several hours, even though I was chugging water. The telltale sign. Yeah. Oh, it's hot. But hopefully we're beyond that. We've got a great show for you today. Our guests. Uh, we're gonna. I said we're gonna talk about golf. We got Greg Conrad. Uh, he's coming back, tournament director for the Sanford International. We got a couple minutes with him uh, a couple of weeks ago, but this is the big week for the Sanford International, and we'll chat with him about preparations and how you can go and all that. It sounds like it's going to be an awesome tournament. The Common Man and I, as I said, uh, will be in. He'll, I think we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, Vikings-Packers game because, you know, he is a pack guy and also uh, some politics. So he's got some observations on that during Weird Friends. And I'll have a P&L statement right after this break. Uh, today's topic, uh, the big bond vote. That's on Tuesday. We'll chat a little bit about that on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. On the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And it is time today for the PL statement where we look through the news and chat about things that are of high interest, high curiosity, high engagement factor. And uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, you know, it's a, li- I'm gonna say, uh, it's a little slow locally. Let's just get that out there. There's, there's a few things going on, and we'll talk about the bond vote here in a minute. I did notice. Uh, that the uh, president today commented on the Kavanaugh nomination and the recent allegations of some uh, impropriety while uh, Mr. Kavanaugh was in high school. Uh, Everybody's going to give it a full airing. And uh, 
that will be um, a spectacle, to be sure. Uh, it's a little interesting. Um, the president was not particularly vociferous in his uh, comments today. He's, you know, he would he said he would accept a delay in the not in the uh, confirmation vote, which either means they're particularly confident that this won't turn into anything, um, or are particularly cautious because of the subject matter and the times in which we live and the Me Too movement and perhaps the president's own reputation uh, would all make it rather difficult to put up too much of a fuss. Um, I suspect they're confident, but we'll see. Um, the uh, The woman who says that uh, she was, uh, there was an attempted assault involved in uh, high school uh, says she's willing to testify. So we're going to get, as we say, the full airing and uh, we'll find out what the what the truth is. That's, um, I, it's a, it's very interesting. I look forward to seeing how this plays out. Uh, but I want to talk about the bond vote tomorrow, the big school bond vote. Couple things. Let's just go through some of the details here, shall we? Uh, you've been seeing the reporting all over the media's on uh, various uh, run up in run up to the election here, um, with some commentary. Uh, about what it all means. Uh, and so let's go through the details. I just want to just want to sort of comment on some of these. So it's $190 million, right? And that is a big number, and we've all talked about that. Uh, the, and uh, this is, uh, I have in front of me the uh, Shelley Conlon's details from the Argus Leader. Uh, so some of these numbers are coming from there. Some of them are my own. Some of them are from other media, but there you go. Uh, it's a $190 million bond, $84.7 million goes to the high school, which is a lot, but probably not. I mean, it's a surprising number given what schools have cost in the past, but we haven't built one for a while. $43 million for a new middle school and 17 for a new elementary school. Uh, but that's not all the money. Um, so the last time we built a, uh, 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 a school, George McGovern Middle School, uh, it was $22 million. That was 2014. Um, you know, but that's half the size of a high school and, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of inflation involved in that just in materials, concrete steel. Where will it go? High school? Uh, you know, Sanford donated that land, but my money says they won't put it there. I'm just going to go with that. I'm going to say they're not going to put it there. They're going to put it by the McGovern, uh, middle school, somewhere between McGovern in that area out there. I mean, that just makes most sense. Here's where uh, things get kind of sticky. How much will it really cost? And I think that's one of the main points everybody's been talking about. It's a 25-year bond. Uh, you know, it's going to be the number that gets thrown around is $300 million, But if they pay it off early, you know, maybe $280, well, that's a lot of money. Uh, will your taxes go up? $26, bucks, $26 a year on a $200,000 house. But as I said, it's not really the amount that matters. It's more this notion that there's a lot of uh, building going on across different governmental functions and then your different utilities and all the cost of living. And, you know, the, the only way that people will really vote against 26 bucks a year is if they're just generally upset, right? Uh, this is the one thing that's a little disturbing to me, and it's there's $4.7 million in this to uh, buy up a bunch of land for the new Whittier. Whittier's old. You can't expand it anymore. It's landlocked. Um, I, I, I think it's important to keep a school in that area, and that's what they're doing, and I think that's good. But they're going to have to buy a lot of houses, and I'm concerned about that because it 
it just is another sort of indication in, in removal of quality affordable housing in the core of the city and uh wouldn't bother me so much if i thought that we were building other quality decent housing in the core of the city but that's not usually what happens um and then more and more of the housing gets pushed farther and farther out into the hinterlands which makes everything more expensive and i don't like that and so that bothers me a little bit um redistricting is likely no matter the vote outcome according to uh the Argus leader um yeah they're gonna have to redraw the boundaries and here's where i get uh i am particularly bothered by one thing and that is open enrollment within the city i just i i think that the sioux falls school district should take a stand against open enrollment because it messes with so much of our system you know if you want to have open enrollment so out in the hinterlands where you know you've got transportation issues and maybe school quality issues or what have you fine i don't uh, the whatever but in the city it does mess with our world and um, I think that it allows for some bad trends to take over particularly white flight and I would say this would be the time if you're going to redraw the lines to put down a firm stop open enrollment in Sioux Falls School District and that includes kids coming in from the suburbs if you want to come up with a system a metro system uh, I think you could I think you should eliminate open enrollment in the metro i it's bad for the city because it just encourages people to take their kids to what they perceive to be better schools based on the uh, demographic makeup of the school they're in it happens people let's not fool ourselves it happens every day so i think this is going to pass it should pass 60 percent is a big number i encourage you to go out and vote tomorrow if you haven't voted early already Uh, I will be voting for the bond issue, but I am encouraging the school district to take this opportunity to manage our population in a way that is out from under the thumb of the South Dakota legislature who clearly don't know anything about how the world works in our city. That's the bottom line on today's P&L statement. Agree or disagree with me, you can reach me, Patrick, at KSOO, on the emails, KSOO.com. And uh, Twitter, at P. Lally Show. Love to hear from you. Coming up after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters, we're going to chat with the common man on Weird Friends. Always a pleasure to talk to the common man on a Monday. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Well, I rode into town on a crippled horse. Got fired from a cattle drive up north. The ropes of the gallows was swinging in the breeze. All the wanted posters had pictures of me. I got Michael 45 right by my side. 3.36 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And it's Monday, and uh, I'm very happy to say that our normal Monday weird friend, the common man, is with us. Mr. Common, how was your weekend? How to treat you? You all right, buddy? I am outstanding. That's good to hear because it's radio time. So if you weren't, I'd be concerned. You're always outstanding. Oh, heck yeah. Well, what's there not to be out, you know, feeling good about, man? Well, right. Life is good. That's right. And the, uh, the, 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 as my brothers say, life is good unless you waver. As soon as you weaken, that's, that's boom. They're on you like, like the, things that get on you. The dogs. The dogs yeah. are at your heels. Yes. Uh, so, you know, last week we were chatting because you had just turned from the land of milk and honey, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Wisconsin, Northeast Wisconsin, 
uh, and the home of the uh, 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 Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Uh, tr- fabled Lambeau Field, where uh, only the friendly hand of God prevented uh, your Packers from losing uh, their opener uh, to the Bears. And so I was thinking of you uh, this weekend. Um, I, I had my first opportunity to really you know, immerse myself in, in an NFL day, as you know, uh, only only a weekend, and uh, I I was watching the the Packer Viking game, and what it was very odd, but I I was struck again by the fact that the very friendly hand of God is uh, only that has prevented your Green Bay Packers from going zero and two, not only on the beginning of the season but at home in division. How do you explain yourself, Mister Common? Well, I would just counter with the fact that the only the unfriendly hand of Tony Carrente, the <laughs> referee, kept us from being 2-0. and oh. Now, now, as you know, you cannot lift the leg and drive the quarterback oh. into the ground. That was a lift and a drive. Well, the, the thing <laughs> is, Patrick, in, in the old days when you watched football, even or if you played football, yeah. you, you knew when you got beat. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd go up there, you know, and those guys, uh, you know, they, they, they're more physical than we were. They, you know, the scoreboard shows it. You know, we, they were the better team today. And at the end, you, you tipped your hat or you won, and things were good. Mm-hmm. You knew where you stood. Mm-hmm. Now it's, 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 it's just kind of, what happened? <laughs> did, did, you know, a tie. Now, I don't really have a problem with ties, because I don't think either, I think neither one of those teams really claim that they actually won, won that game. Mm-hmm. Every time either one of them had a chance, <laughs> you know, they'd vomit all over themselves. So it was just, you know, one of those deals, but to me, it's 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 getting to the, you know. People say, "Oh, it's this all this roughing the passer stuff and all this is, is ruining the game." But you hear, but when you hear people screaming it from the rooftops and they're saying, "Oh, it's it's awful, terrible, terrible, terrible." There's there's no real def- difference between love and hate. As long as people are screaming mm-hmm. about your game, you're doing fine. Yeah. As long as people get upset about your game, you're doing fine. Mm-hmm. However, when people are not screaming about your game and things are happening, you're not doing so fine. No, that's true. And then they don't care. Yeah, it was a, that is the opposite of love is apathy. And, you know, if you have uh, like a sport like NASCAR, for example, mm-hmm. you know, NASCAR, oof. <laughs> I mean, Pat, Pat is, is, where is, where is NASCAR? Is the season over yet? I, does it ever end? No, oh, here we go. Now, you've got the... You've I done, know about yeah, NASCAR. I know, I, I know our producer Dan Peters is, yes. is, is a fan. Yes. So I know, I know he's... So no cheating. So but. what is the biggest issue in NASCAR today? Is it some sort of uh, air plate, some sort of spark plug? What is it? Well, I'll give you my, I'll wait, give you my, my, nickels, my nickels worth of opinion, and Dan can correct me okay. if he so chooses. Go ahead. My opinion was that at the zenith of NASCAR... They had, and Dale Earnhardt Sr. died in that crash, 2001. Junior. Senior. No, no, Senior. Oh, sorry, Senior. senior. Yep, 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 sorry. Died in the car, car crash. And so, oh, my God, oh, that's terrible, awful, horrible thing. And it is. It's, it's, it's certainly, and that's, that's a horrible thing. So they put the, all the measures in place to make things safer and you know, take the danger out. And then about three years later, they added this uh, complicated playoff system that it, it was difficult to understand, and nobody really, okay, it's a chase, and then a bunch of guys get in, and then it's like nobody really could figure out what was going on there for a while. And so it could, the game got more complicated and harder to figure out. Mm-hmm. So 
for the NFL, while it's 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 not the end of the world for everybody to be screaming about their game, you can learn t- ten years later NASCAR is is you know functionally dead. And what's the NFL doing? They're taking the danger out of the game, and it's more complicated. People don't know what they see anymore. That's true. They see a player get hit. They go, "Oh, we hit the quarterback. Good. Oh, that's bad." You know, so it's it was well, it good? Is it bad? I don't know. Did, yeah. did he catch it? Did he hit him? What's a I catch? What's not? What's a catch and what's not a catch is a so, terrible conversation. So that's the NFL's biggest concern to me. Thinking is that when you take the danger out of the sport, which is what people like, they like the human confrontation. They like the violence. Let's be honest about it. Mm-hmm. And people have always said about car and NASCAR, oh, we like to go see a car crash every now and then. It's kind of fun. It's kind of, just don't want people to get hurt. Nobody wants anybody to get hurt. But that was the draw, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's too complicated. No, nobody knows what, even what they're seeing. And I think that is what happened with NASCAR as well. I think and people don't know, so they tune out. Yeah. And so I think to some degree, John, that's, that's kind of, uh, I, think, I think you're on to something there. There are still the spectacular wrecks, but the drivers will say, you know, that was a hard hit, but everything, the energy disperses with the safety measures, with the, the, the way the cars are constructed and the way they have um, protected the walls. Do they go as fast as they, they've reduced the speed too, haven't they? Only on two tracks. Yeah. Where, where the speeds, um, the cars would, would generate lift. Yeah. At the, with the way they're constructed. Talladega. At Talladega and oh. Daytona. God. But but they will get up to 215 miles per hour at Michigan. Really? Yeah, at the two-mile oval. Whew, two-mile oval. Yeah, on the huge. front straightaway, yeah. They, they can get fast. The other thing, Dan, I think I jumped, and I think it kind of let one thing led to another. When they took the, the dangers part, you know, like you said, the, the crashes still happen, but the danger part, which is the, the injury to the drivers, lessened great. But then after the crashes, what happened? The drivers would get out and hit each other with their helmets and, <laughs> cut and dog cuss, and you know, and then there'd be these horrible, great rivalries and feuds, and you know, and there's still that to this day. But but that, that was that was a bad optic on television for the you know these these guys to get out and start slugging each other on the infield, and you know, but it but it really wasn't. People, <laughs> no, it people, was people really loved it. And now that that's parts well, uh, I didn't appreciate getting uh, turned out and turned four there. And it's like, oh God. There's no passion in that, and I think that's what people miss about racing as well. Best post-race interview ever. Bobby Hamilton said something about someone who had had uh, ran into him. Most of these guys wouldn't even be a mole on Dale Earnhardt's butt. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear that anymore. <laughs> hey, that's it, pretty good. It, the, so, yeah, and when you blanch it out and, and you want to make it uh, homogenized and acceptable for all of America... You take the you take the grit out of it and the and sort of the the juicy part of a of a sport out of play and that's you know who wants to watch that yeah. who wants to watch the, the the PG version of a good show football's got a problem though don't they I mean ultimately they've got a serious problem yeah but, right right now fine yeah that stuff keeps up for a bunch of years they're going to have a problem yeah and we're all going to start watching bike racing on television just mark that, my yes. mark my word cyclocross will be the new great fall sport in america if they let the guys have clubs <laughs> um, there's, there's you got to introduce the element of violence in a flat tire with 14 people spilling over one another yeah now if you could guarantee that happened every race You'd have something. Oh, yeah. Now no, you're talking. I think when they, when they all finish, and, yeah, who cares? <laughs> um, you know what it, the thing about football, though? You know what it still comes down to? Blocking and tackling. Kicking, apparently. 
Kicking. Kicking is important. Kicking. So the Vikings draft or went up in the draft to get this dude. draft pick, Daniel Carlson, has been released, yes. Has he gone? Yes, they signed. I believe they signed old cowboy kicker Dan Bailey. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Well, that was, you know, the one, the one, the first one at the beginning of overtime was, you know, it was at least it was a distance. That second one was inside the extra point range. Oy. Yeah, and it, you know, and here's the first thing: if you, when you play football, the first thing you realize is that football coaches hate kickers, <laughs> just hate them because they don't even recognize it as part of the game. No. They're like, "Oh God, run the kicker out there!" You know, the, when they use the kicker, to me, that means failure. Yes, we are punting bad. We are kicking a field goal. We didn't score. Right. They hate and, it. And you've, now you've put all your hopes and dreams on the back of this dude with a single bar across his face. Yep. Yeah. And when a when 170-pound guy comes back to that, sorry, coach. <laughs> it, it's, just, oh. it's on me. It's on yeah. me. You sorry, I, you know, I didn't swing my leg right. That, oh, yeah, I mean, that, that, oh, uh, make, that makes football coaches uh, spontaneously combust. <laughs> yeah. And Zimmer ain't going to take that. Especially a guy like Mike Zimmer. I mean, he's, wow. you know. <laughs> Bye. I think Next. his quote was, guys got to do their jobs. <laughs> and, and now I'm going to do mine. <laughs> you are hereby released. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, uh, common Man, can you hang in for a little bit? Oh, sure. All right. We'll come right back and talk more with the Common Man on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Three fifty-one on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO, and we are continuing to chat with the Common Man here on Weird Friends. Hey, uh, Mr. Common Man, uh, have you been uh, tuning into the politics now that Labor Day is over and things are getting gritty? You getting oh, gritty? Yeah, it's it's exciting. Um, you know, I, I you know, one week after uh, President Trump's visit, uh, Christy, you know, I see the. Christy Nome's got ads, uh, kind of have a negative ad too about about Billy Sutton. You're like, wow, you know, it's it's. I mean, if all that you take all that money and you go to some, um, you know, super high sharp uh, political group to say, now, oh, now, where do we attack Billy Sutton? Say, well, it's he, he voted to have a tax increase. Oh well, I mean, that's all. That's always bad in South Dakota. And then, but then he supported and campaigned for Hillary Clinton. Ooh. <laughs> well, uh, Billy is a Democrat, and I'm sure, you know, I guess he would you know by he'd have to do that. I guess. And how how long can you keep just saying Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton? <laughs> I mean, Hillary, what's she got to do with South Dakota? I mean, it nothing. Works. You just you, or how about if you throw up a little Nancy Pelosi on top of that? Ah, now you got the twofer. Yeah, I, well, you'd almost think South Dakota has a problem with women. <laughs> well. Those two women. Those two women particularly. <laughs> well, yeah. Christine Ohm is a woman. I mean, that, yeah, I'd remind you that. But, but Well, you know, thank you for that. But it, it just <laughs> seems like but it's just, but, and is she in trouble? I mean, is, is this a close race? Uh, I wouldn't think so. Um, but here's the thing about Christy is um, she's, a, she's a bare knuckle brawler, man. You don't, she, she just, she you come in and she comes after you and she never lets go. And 
It, there's no dancing. This is not the, uh, there's no uh, uh, shuffle, you know. There's no fancy footwork. It's just smash mouth in your face. We're going to win this thing. Well, you know, it's it's an all or nothing kind of business. There yeah, are no ties in politics, but you know that, that's it just it just seems that if she's going to win, you know, I mean, it'd be mm-hmm. it seemed like it'd be a little well. You know, we don't, usually like things a little civil around here, at least until it gets seems like it's going to get close. But Chrissy's maybe kind of going for the the Conan. Conan the Barbarian yeah. approach. <laughs> you know, if you ever saw the movie back with Arnold and the boys, but yeah. they, they're sitting around the fire, and the and the one chieftain says to Conan, "Conan, what is good in life?" And Conan looks at her and says, "To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentations of their women." <laughs> That's there you go. So, so nothing but fire and pillaging and salt in the fields and all that good stuff you hey know, man that's politics and you you know if you come in oh shucky darn i won't be bam 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 oh, bye-bye just, just two in the back of the head <laughs> it's over oh, yeah that's what that's what we're gonna have that's what's gonna be uh common man as always i appreciate the time and hope you have a good week and maybe i'll get to see you real soon hey, you got time for a very quick joke go do you remember the family in our north in north end that we both know hmm. and when you went over to, to dinner at their house mom was a terrible cook mm-hmm. really terrible cook she was a bad cook how bad was she how bad was she she, she was so bad we prayed after we ate <laughs> <laughs> that's good thank you thank you common man <laughs> thanks patrick see ya coming up after the news with dan peters at the top of the hour we're gonna chat with phil shrek he of 30 years at ksfy severe weather center that's coming up next on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. This is a public service announcement with guitar. 3.58 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Coming up in just a minute, we'll chat with Phil Shrek from KSFY Weather, and then we are going to talk about the big golf tournament. Stay with us. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Four fifteen on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO, and uh, I am happy to welcome back to the program Mr. Greg Conrad. He is Tournament, tournament Director for the Sanford International, which of course is a PGA Champions event out at Minnehaha Country Club starting on Friday, but there's all kinds of stuff going on between now and then. Mr. Conrad, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely, Patrick. Hey, it's, it's great to be a part of the show, and uh, I'm just talking to you, man. It's been like a week. Yeah, I know. It seems like forever, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> so the last time we had John, we sort of chatted about some of the uh, uh, preparations uh, that are going on out there, and just the massive uh, effort that's gone into getting ready for this tournament. Um, you know, it, it strikes me that people, you know, we've been hearing about the tournament now for, you know, since it was announced quite a while ago, and everybody said, oh, you know, that, that sounds pretty cool. I don't think any of us understood the degree to which uh, this was going to require a massive effort and a transformation of the grounds and just what goes into putting on a PGA event uh, at this level. It, it really is amazing. 
Well, I tell you, uh, Patrick, the, the cool part about it is that there's no way anybody could understand what it takes until you do it. And uh, I certainly didn't understand when I first got involved with business the, the amount of detail, but it all comes down to people. You can't pull something off of this size and this uh, scope without great people. And, and Two Balls has this great people. I mean, it's, it's amazing um, how this thing has come together. The funnest part for me, Patrick, is to see the eyes of the spectators uh, you know, or the, the vendors or the volunteers that are coming, when they see for the first time what of this little small city at Minnehaha looks like, the, you know, we got giant video boards and giant uh, uh, monster boards with football and golf on it. We've got concession stands all over the place. There's tons of fun places to come. We've got one of the, you know, we've got basically a mini shopping mall on the driving range and just fun stuff. And it, it, it's been a blast to put together. But the reason it's been so much fun is that. Everybody's come together, and we've all trusted each other that we've got a vision of what we want to see, and everybody's trusted that vision, and, and it's starting to come to life. And I'm just, I'm just hopeful that people come out and check it out. And, uh, you know, uh, if people come out and check it out, I, I know they'll have a good time. And, uh, you know, not worried about the weather. We've, we've got plans for the weather, and, mm-hmm. and all, of our, all of our tents are, are grounded and safe, and you know, we wouldn't be inviting <laughs> Tens of thousands of people out here. If we didn't feel like we've we've got safety as our number one concern, but uh, it's it's been a blast. And uh, not only uh, not only um, is this our first event, but it's also um, you know the first of many. So that's yeah. that's very cool. We're we're not going anywhere. Patrick. So you've got it, I believe it's a is it a five year commitment to do this tournament? We do. We have, yep. We have a five. This is the first of five year commitment. That's a commitment with. Uh, not only the the, uh, the Champions Tour, but also the club and uh, Stanford Health, and, and also Cambria. So we, you know, all the all the big big dogs are committed for five years, and uh, I think they're all very happy. And, and I think um, I think uh, virtually every one of them is uh, this has mm-hmm. exceeded their expectations, and that's pretty cool when you consider that that um, you know before the events really yeah. started because we don't. We don't open up to the public till Wednesday, so uh, yeah. this is kind of our practice day today. Yeah. So, uh, how's your ulcer? You know what? It's it's not bad. Um, <laughs> you know, I just I've got so many things uh, on my plate, um, but you know, here's the thing: we have a great. I have a great team. I get to work with a great team. I'm, uh, you know, between the the Haha Club and their staff, and you know, my tournament staff, and then of course we got the the Sanford Health folks and the Cambria folks. It's been great. So I'm I'm surviving. Uh, but it's, I'm, I've never, Patrick, I've never had more fun. And, and uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm nervous, but certainly anxious because I think, I think we've got a good setup here. And, you know, you, you don't, uh, I'm not worried about the weather from a safety standpoint, but you, you hate to see weather um, have any effect on people's hard work. So yeah. that's, that's what I'm thinking about. So that's, if there's anything that's probably causing me uh, an ulcer, it's, it's the fear that weather could, could uh, uh, dampen, no pun intended, the, uh, uh, the effort of, of everybody, the volunteers and the sponsors and all that kind of stuff. Do you, um, and and we just talked to Phil Shrek from the KSFY Severe Weather Center, and, you know, the, the rain for the next few days is a concern, but then things look pretty good for the actual tournament, and you have to be happy about that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And that's, that's you know, that's uh, obviously when we expect our biggest crowds, obviously with Jack Nicholas here on Saturday and, and the opening ceremonies and kicking things off for the first shot on on Friday, uh, so I think people will be uh, very pleased and have a great time. And, and the other cool part about this is we talked about it's not just about golf. We've got a ton of stuff going on. We've got a petting zoo for the kids. We've got 
snack, golf for the kids. We've got a putting contest. We've got some some craft stuff down in the Sanford Children's Play Zone. We've got uh, a giant merchandise uh, facility. We just had a women's executive day, and they had about 200 women in there shopping in the merchandise center today with off-beds. We've got uh, down the ranch, we've got three giant video walls um, to show golf and football. I can promise you, Patrick, if there's a football game you want to watch, <laughs> this is the place to watch it. You won't miss the game. We've got, thanks to our friends at Bitco, we've got the We've got the goal line channel. We've got the red zone. We've got, you know, we'll have the Vikings and, and Bills game on. So, uh, so you know, I think uh, and uh, obviously our local universities will have those games on as well. So um, I, I think we got something for everybody, and, and uh, I'm hopeful to see some cowboy boots and some cowboy hats and, and all sorts of different attire. This is, this is a golf tournament, but uh, we're going to have a good time and show off two balls. So I was well, I was riding into work today on my bike because that's what I do, going down the trail over there, and I saw that as I've been watching the progress, you know, uh, over these weeks, I saw the the ranch, okay, and I, I noticed that the, the beef producers uh, were uh, logos on there, and maybe some milk going on over there. Yep. What is the ranch? Well, yeah, so we're pretty excited about the ranch. So so we got together. Uh, Many, many months ago with the folks uh, in here from the South Dakota Beef Industry Council, and and we said, hey, we think we've got a great opportunity for you to educate people about protein and about, about you know, the, the cattle industry in South Dakota. That's a big part of this, this mm-hmm. community and a big part of the vibrancy of the Dakotas, and we want to educate people. And, you know, we're going to have 60,000, 80,000 people here, and we think we ought to do it. So the ranch has blossomed into one of, along with Club Capri, has blossomed into one of our major destinations. And here's what you're going to find down there. You're going to find, the, we have a tournament burger called the Ranch, mm-hmm. the Ranch Burger. The Ranch mm-hmm. Burger is a takeoff of the uh, award-winning, uh, prize-winning burger from the Surge's Bike Rally. So we'll have a really good burger called the Ranch, and that'll be available there. We're also going to have Stenson's ice cream down there, so you'll be able to get shakes and ice cream, chocolate, vanilla, and we have a signature ice cream here. Just like, you know, you got strawberries and cream at Wimbledon or you got the bit julep at the Kentucky Derby, we have the Sanford Swirl ice cream. <laughs> uh, and the, the Ranch Burger and the Sanford Swirl will only be available this week. And and also, thanks to our friends at Princeton, we have Princeton Beer Garden. Um, and in the Princeton Beer Garden will be three giant televisions, which will have all the golf and all the football you could ever want. Uh, and we also have our official tournament beer. It's called The Wedge. For instance, it was just canned about four days ago, so um, I did happen to take a, uh, a nice little sip the other day. It's yep. a nice summer shanty beer from Princeton. So, and again, it's called The Wedge, and it's only available this week. So uh, it's, it's going to be a neat place. we got tons of soft seating, tons of, tons of you know, both indoors and outdoors, and uh, it should be, should be a great time. We've got music and sound and food and so it's going to be a lot of fun. In fact, I was talking to John Daly uh, this morning. He was here, and he he uh, showed him the the ranch. He was pretty excited. So I think we'll we'll be able to get John John Daly over there to hang out. Maybe he can play his guitar a little bit for everybody. Oh well, there you go. Uh, and John Daly playing guitar. I'm sure that will be captured uh, in video by uh, literally hundreds of people if that happens. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. And, and I tell you, I got to give a lot of credit to John. He I don't know if he knew this, Patrick, but he, he withdrew from the Ally Championship last week, which is in Detroit. Yeah, he had a major uh, back problem and, and broke some ribs, mm. so he, he could have easily withdrawn from the tournament. But he called us and said, "Hey, you know, I made a commitment to Sioux Falls. I really want to be there. 
can you help me? And so between his doctor and the, the experts at Sanford Health, we put a team together, and John got down here um, uh, yesterday, got down here, he flew in from Detroit, and we've been taking care of him ever since, and now he's, he's up walking around, and, and he actually came out and hit some balls and uh, chipped around a little bit and hit some putts. And uh, so he is uh, he's getting ready to play. He's here, and he'll be out here hitting balls tomorrow and playing a little bit. Uh, did, you say he, ready did you say he broke some ribs? He did, yeah. That's, that's what he told me. He broke some ribs. So he, uh, he's, he's a tough son of a gun, and uh, I tell you, I, he's a... He's got the heart of a lion. He really does. He really wants to be here. And, you know, it was really, it really meant a lot to me. It's like, look, you know, I know the people of Sioux Falls have, have really put on a big show and, and really, really rolled out the red carpet for all the players. And he says, I just want to do whatever I can. So he said, even if I can't swing a club, I'm going to, I'm just going to hang out all week and, <laughs> and do what I can to support the tournament. So, well, so, that's, uh, you know, and, people would probably enjoy that just as much as watching him play golf, I think. I would, I would think so. So, yeah. So <laughs> but he's gonna. But so, hey, come, come, yeah. So come out and watch Dick John for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but he's gonna be able to play. You think? Yes. Oh. Yep. That's that's based on what what uh, what the doctors said. So, but they're they're gonna see him. Um, they're gonna see him again tonight. And um, you know, so he's here's the cool thing, and this is why we brought him in town. He's got he's got twenty four seven care from the the experts at Stanford Health. But uh, it's just neat. It's, it's so neat to see what a hospital can do to help people, and, and uh, just like mm-hmm. they would anybody, they're, they're trying to find a way to help them. But, uh, I know that he could not be more grateful. He's played a ton of golf here this summer, but he's had some serious, serious health issues. So mm-hmm. uh, this has been this has been great, yeah. and uh, he's in a great place, great mood, and I know I know he'll put on a good show. Uh, Greg Conrad, uh, tournament director for Sanford Health, uh, for Sanford International Tournament going on this week at the Minneapolis Country Club. Can you hang on for a little bit with us? Absolutely, Patrick. You bet. All right. We'll be back right after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters. We'll chat more with Greg Conrad. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. I choose my friends far too well. I'm up on the pavement, and they're all down in the cell with their government grants. And my IQ, they brought me down to size. Academia blue. 435 on the Patrick Lally Show, yeah, Information 1000 KSOO, <laughs> and uh, we return to our conversation with Greg Conrad. He is a tournament director for the Sanford International, which is the PGA Champions Tour event happening at the Minnehaha Country Club beginning uh, Friday is the actual tournament, but events start firing up on uh, Wednesday, I believe. Uh, Greg, what what happens first? Uh, what, what are the preceding events? Uh, what's the first kickoff on Wednesday? Yeah, yeah no, it's, a, it's a good question. So basically, we so if you're in the Pro-Am or a major sponsor of the tournament, we have a, a major party uh, concert event at the Stanford House. Um, that, that's kind of let everybody know when they're playing on Wednesday, Thursday. So what happens on Wednesday, Thursday? It's really cool in golf. Golf is unique. Basically, it's your opportunity. You get a chance to play with these 78 world-class golfers here at Minnehaha. So each professional, all 78, play uh, with pros. So we have about 500 uh, golfers out here uh, over the course of two days. Uh, 150 of them are professionals, and they'll, they'll play with the amateurs. 18 holes, the competition. There's winners, there's losers, you know, trophies, all that. So we have basically uh, a, a basically 
two mini tournaments. The tournament on Wednesday, uh, it's the uh, EMC Pro Championship Pro-Am and then the Midco Championship Pro-Am on Thursday. Uh, those things go all day from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. They're playing golf out here. Great opportunity to get to the players. Great opportunity to play a little golf. Uh, for spectators, it's an unbelievable time to come out and get pictures of the players, get photographs, uh, selfies, the whole bit. The players are, you know, they're so accommodating out here. It's a great time to get to know them, to meet them. And, uh, so it's just, just, just a great day. It's wall to wall golf. We'll have music. We'll have all the TVs up and going. So any, any any golf or any sporting events are going on, you can go see. We'll have all the contestant fans open. Uh, all that stuff is rocking and rolling. Uh, we'll have the merchandise facility open. So it's just a great day to come check it out. The tickets are only $10, and the kids are free on on uh, Wednesday and Thursday. So it's a great time to kind of check things out at that time. And then, of course, you can come back for the tournament rounds a little later on. So, yeah. uh, so it's, it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. And it's uh, it's a great day for the amateurs, and, and also allows the pros to kind of kind of get a sense of what the golf course is like mm-hmm. and what they can expect. And uh, you know, it's just it's just it's and like like today and, and Tuesday tomorrow for us, it's kind of our practice round, right? As tournament organizers and the volunteers and the vendors and the caddies, it's kind of their day to kind of get out of here and kind of try things out. So it's like caddy um, day at the pool. <laughs> exactly, oh, exactly. And so, and one of the cool things that we have going on, uh, speaking of the uh, pool, that's our volunteer headquarters. So, if you're a volunteer, you're going to be hanging out at the pool. We got a we got a lifeguard there for you. So, if uh, you want to put your feet in the pool, we've got a lifeguard at the at the volunteer headquarters at the pool. So, ton of fun and and uh, just just a great day for everybody. I don't uh, I don't think anybody will be hurting for anything to do. And yeah. like that, it's probably guys- a good day to come out before the big crowd. You still looking for a stick on that uh, pro-am? I can take care of you on that. Yeah, I know we're working on it, boy. It's tough, stuff to get you in, but uh, you know, if if I've got some time within the next five years, we'll figure out a time frame. Oh, hey, thanks. I appreciate that. Glad to be on the list. <laughs> hey, uh, so you're talking about the volunteers. Uh, how many people total? I mean, you've got volunteers, and then you've got you know paid staffers, all kinds of different construction, everything. How many different people do you think this tournament eventually is going to? Uh, uh, have involved in it in one way or another. Yeah, I would probably say you probably got about uh, all told. You probably got about fifteen, seventeen hundred people involved. We got a thousand volunteers. I got a, I got a, a paid staff of of uh, twenty people. Most you know half of them full time, half of part time. You got uh, you got about fifty, sixty folks that are working for David Swift, superintendent, helping him out, and you got person. The country club staff serving the food and making sure the clubhouse is ready to go, and then you got all the vendors that uh, have been building this little city that we call it, this little city, uh, Stanford International City. We've been doing this for for six weeks. We've been building this structure, and that's been fun. And of course, got to remember that that uh, you know we were part of a ten million dollar renovation to the Aha Country Club, so uh, you know a lot of changes, a lot of paint, a lot of a lot of touch ups, and it's just. It's just amazing, just amazing, uh, amazing transformation. So I would say, yeah, it's, it's probably 1,500, 1,700 people that have been involved in this in one way or another. Uh, it's been it's been a great learning experience for me to watch it take place. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned, Patrick, is just what an amazing community this is. Uh, I'm just so excited to see people come out and, and show off Sioux Falls to the world. I think I mentioned to you last time we talked, Patrick, that... Uh, you know, this, this event won't just be broadcast, you know, here locally. 
uh, we're on the Gulf Channel, so it won't even just locally, it won't be just nationally. We're going to be broadcast over 330 billion homes worldwide. Hmm. So this is a commercial for Sioux Falls. This is, a, this is our time to shine and our time to show off people that, hey, not only can we host a world-class golf event, but we can host the Solon Cup. We can host the first one or two rounds of the NCAA basketball tournament. We can host a major concert series or, or, or theatrical series. So mm-hmm. I just think there's so much to gain. And, you know, I'm so excited to see the, the net result of all this. And not for the tournament, but for the community. You know, we're, we're expecting to raise, you know, not tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands of dollars for charity, but millions of dollars for charity. Mm-hmm. We did an independent study. We expect that the, the direct economic impact for our community would be about 15 million, or excuse me, 21 million, and, and we expect another uh, oh, 15 to 18 in indirect uh, impact on the economy here. So, uh, you know, we tried really hard to use local vendors where we could. I think we've been pretty successful, and, and of course, uh, you know, it shows. I think I think people are really come out and supporting it. Boy, I tell you, the people in this community really take a lot of pride in their work. They, the local vendors we've used have. I've really stepped up and done an amazing job. And, uh, just, a thousand volunteers? Did, did you say a thousand volunteers? Yeah, we have a thousand volunteers. And they're, they're all, you'll see them, they're all out here in their blue shirts. We actually, Patrick, we got a thousand volunteers registered within nine weeks. So, uh, pretty good. You yeah, know, that's, that's an amazing uh, number. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's a little more than 100 volunteers a week. And, uh, but at the Sioux Falls, here's the cool thing, you know, that, that uh, we never had an event. Most of probably people, some people weren't sure what they're volunteering for. So, and everybody's smiling. We're having a good time. It's beautiful weather out here. It's first in Cape State. Um, you know, and we, we dodged some weather today. And I'm, yeah. I guess we'll dodge some weather tomorrow. It's going to be fine. We'll just, Everything's we'll going to be fine, Greg. Away. You just, you can sleep yeah, easy. It. It's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's right. And, you know, it's. I just, I, I, my backup plan is to get a small little dome over the golf course. Yeah. That won't be too hard, right? No. Ask Kelby about that. He knows about domes. Uh, we're going to come right back and talk more with Greg Conrad. He is the tournament director for Sanford International Tournament out at Minnehaha Country Club this week, starting oh, Wednesday, Thursday, or the Pro Am and all the events. And then Friday is the big kickoff for the actual tournament. We're going to chat more here on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Maybe the sun will shine today The clouds will blow away Maybe I won't feel so afraid Four forty-seven on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO. And uh, we had to let Greg Conrad from the Sanford International go. He's a very busy man out there at Minnehaha Country Club as he's uh, getting ready for the big tournament that starts Friday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We've got the pro amateur. Uh, 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 I was just wondering, though, Dan, uh, are you in the Pro-Am? Are you, what? Did you get an invite on that? No. Oh. What about Turn? You think he, is he playing? I couldn't tell you. We should probably uh, put in a call to our sister station, 99.1, 
We can call under a, a, you know, he takes calls over there. We can call in. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, you know, for a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, turn, uh, um, are you going to play in that golf tournament? There would be a lot more people on the list <laughs> that probably would be worthy of playing in that tournament before Jeff turned. But I, I may be overstating things a little bit. You know, he they I've noticed this about the boys over at ESPN 99.1, uh, Turn and uh, Jerry Pete. They play a lot of golf. They play a lot in they play a lot in these uh, scrambles, these celebrity, these uh, fundraising. I don't I don't think they're in it for the golf. I think they're in it just to get out of work. Well, that's almost like by default. Yeah. Well, there's you know there's sports guys, so they're there for the free food and free food, you know, play a little golf. Yeah, hang out, having smooth. you know making sure they're properly hydrated. Yes. Yeah, I bet you they do that. Turns, he's probably not a player, though, is he? He's not a stick. You think? I couldn't tell you. He's spraying it all over. That's the way I see Turn. Can't concentrate long enough to hit to to play golf. Yeah, the the head does not stay on the swivel very, very, you know. No. Let's play golf. That's what I see. That's going to be my guess. You never know. Of course, I'm pretty serious when I get out. I know you are. But you're a serious guy. I'm, but I'm never. But I'm not good enough. Oh, come I'll, on I'll just now. put it out. No. Come on now. No. <laughs> I only play about four times a year, so I'm, I'll never stay. See, the, the thing about this and, and many other disciplines, mm-hmm. I could practice twice as much and be half as good <laughs> yeah, as someone who, right. who put in half as much work and, and they'd be twice as good as me. Give yourself credit, Judge. You're a tremendous slouch. Yes. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, uh, here's what I'm wondering about that, though. And I've been fortunate enough to play Minnehaha Country Club a few times. Uh, it's a very nice golf course. Okay. Very, but it was very kind of traditional golf course, uh, you know. And I know uh, in talking to some of my friends recently who play there on a regular basis that they have gone to great lengths to make that golf course longer, much longer than it was before. Because, you know, these guys... These uh, uh, Champions Tour guys, they're old. They're over 50, but they can still bomb the ball a mile. Well, they have good equipment, yep. number one, and, yep. and they have trained over years and years and years and years yep. to be able to hit the square that thing up. Yeah, and John Daly's going to be there uh, after apparently breaking a couple of ribs in Detroit, but he'll be fine. And, you know, he can still hit it a ton, but so can Colin Montgomery and, you know, uh, Freddie Boom Boom Couples and... Uh, uh, uh vj singh for the love of paint he is that guy can hit it a mile so they have to have made that really long and then they let the rough go crazy i already know that they've just they have not mowed the, the rough since like mid-june can you imagine having to hack out of that stuff and you think the rough if they haven't mowed it for that long it would be taller than eight inches, and they would be running afoul of the city ordinance. <laughs> That's right. Making sure that their lawn isn't mowed there. We'll probably see a city inspector out there with a ruler, you know. Probably not. That, that won't happen. I did. I said I was riding on the bike trail uh, yesterday, today, on the way to work, and uh, they've run uh, like a, a rope fence. It's not a fence fence, but a rope. So you could, you could just sit up there on the bike trail and watch them play, I think. That would be kind of cool. If you just want to see, you know, some guys hit the ball a long ways. There's a par five that runs right down the side there. Can't remember which hole it is. 
but it's a uh, it's a longish par five. And then there's uh, the pond right there in front of the green, and they'll be going for that baby in two easy. So that would be you know if you want to just watch a little golf on your bike ride, that would be a good place to sit and kind of watch and be good neighbors yes. if you do plan. Like that kind of stuff, because if you're not a good neighbor, no. they might have marshals over there. Yeah, quiet, please. Double quick. When they put the sign up, pay attention. Quiet, please. I did hear, though, that Chad, our buddy in the morning, is yeah. going to be a marshal. Oh, really? He's going to be holding one of the signs on the 10th hole going, shh, 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 quiet, please. Shh, quiet, please. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He was talking to me about it the Maybe other day. we should get a report from Chad, like, on uh, Thursday. Well... We're not going to have a show on Friday, by the way. Oh, man. I know. Oh, man. Maybe we can talk to Chad next week on how it went. That would be a good thing. He would be a good, he would be a good interview to, to, to get his take on what the, what the digs were like. Yeah, and or, if he would do it again, if, he, if he's on the five-year commitment. Yeah. Maybe we could get him on the show tomorrow at some point. I actually have an opening. I did, I did do some scheduled juggling. We'll have to check it out. By the way, uh, I had said yesterday, Teresa Staley was going to be on the program. She was supposed to be on the program. She had to cancel for some uh, family reasons. Uh, so if people were tuning in for, for Teresa Staley today, that's why she wasn't here. We hope to get her back very soon because we always like having Teresa on the program. But big uh, city council meeting tomorrow night, I think they're going to do the approval on the, uh, the con- advise and consent. Innovation and, and technology. Yeah, Jason Reinstorfer. There's been a little controversy on that, but, I, you know, it's... It's not going to keep him from getting the job. Well, I know, knowing Teresa the way I do, I think that she will eventually find it in her heart to forgive. Yes, she's she does. She's a she's a, a she's a good person in her heart. And uh, but we wish Teresa the best in uh, what she's dealing with right now. So that's good. And thanks and, to Greg Conrad for picking picking yep, things up for yep, us. Yep, it was awesome to hear about the tournament. Um, I look forward to uh, getting a report. Maybe we'll chat with Chad tomorrow about what his his role in all this and and how you know I want to know how difficult it's going to be to be the quiet please. Shh. You got to just keep your arm. You get your arm. You like develop a some sort of tendonitis in there from raising your arm up and down with that sign. So get one of those funny hats. You think? Ah, uh, he might. I bet she gets a funny hat. That'd be awesome. Maybe in a free bowl of soup. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we're going to be right back, tell you what's going on in the show tomorrow here in just a second. This is the Patrick Lally, a bowl of soup. This is the Patrick Lally Looks show. good on you, though. <laughs> Information 1000 KSOO. 458 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And I was, uh, I was distracted there. I was watching Caddyshack clips. My friend in Florida sending me Caddyshack clips. You're unavoidably detained. Yeah, I wish I wish I should. That's a peach on. Um, <laughs> oh my God! All the Caddyshack jokes—they're all good. They they can they stay fresh. Hey everybody! This Friday, the Veterans Stand Down, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the VFW, 3601 South Minnesota. It's a service fair for homeless vets and their families. Service will include legal assistance, meals, clothing, medical treatment, financial information, housing referral, drug and alcohol treatment information, veterans benefits information, and more. It's a good event. For more information, go to KSO.com. Go to the events calendar. Coming up on the show tomorrow, Pat Powers of the Dakota War College blog will be here, and the Boon Man, and maybe we'll get Mackenzie. I got a note into him. We'll see if he gets back to me. You know how he is. Stay with us. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO.